Today on Setting the Scene, we have a very special guest. He is not only one of New Zealand's greatest champion DJs, having represented our country across the globe in his field. He is also one of the pioneers of New Zealand hip-hop and holds a special place in my heart for his input into the scene. We have the great, the legendary, DJ Raw. Welcome to Setting the Scene. My name is Prof Tahi and today we're joined by DJ Raw. Thank you for coming along, bro. All good. Anytime. I want to hear a bit about your musical background. What got you started in DJing? DJing? Um, well, if I go right back, um, I guess my dad was a... My mum and dad were dancers, so yeah. we always had music pumping at home. My dad was also in a band. He was a drummer and he passed down his drum kit to me. Uh, so I played drums for a little bit at, at uh, college. Um, and then I used to go and sit with uh, my cousins who were all in the church band and uh, basically learnt instrumentation and, and learnt what instrument was doing, what job and all that sort of thing. So I wasn't really like a proper education. Yeah, so you were learning the instruments before you even decided to touch the decks? I think before that I just heard a song and I thought it's all like music, that's all one thing. Where was it that the decks started getting involved for you? Um, the decks sort of happened later when I used to go to um, New Year's Eve parties yep. and all my cousins, different <laughs> different set of cousins, all the drinking cousins <laughs> and they were older and they used to tell me oh go uh, change the record yeah you know so that was that was my job I was the record boy you know at all the at so, the parties so literally just changing the records change the re- yep so they go uh go find this record this says earth wind and fire the yeah. guys all got afros <laughs> put that record on you know and then i used to i had a fascination with like the record going around and lifting the needle and dropping that on yeah and, yeah and then uh i guess when break Breakdancing was huge back in the early 80s in New Zealand uh, when I was at uh, intermediate primary school. Uh, you know, everyone was doing it and I was into it. I wasn't that great, but I liked the music. Yeah. So I started buying uh, cassette tapes yeah. of all the different music. And how long did it take you to start building a reputation once you were getting behind the decks and doing your thing? Oh. But yeah, basically I uh, got kicked out of school. Yeah. I was, uh, just used to play up a lot when I was young. Like a lot of young Kiwi men? Yep, I uh, started working and I was going clubbing at the same time. So it, <laughs> I actually went clubbing when I was in third form <laughs> like, and started going on a regular when I was in third form. Far up! Because there, there was a nightclub, it was called Dr. John's. Yeah. A lot of the older guys that I knew were, were going there. Um, it was basically a nightclub that lost its license but it okay. still had its lease so yeah. it still had to operate so it was, but yeah it was basically a nightclub that wasn't selling alcohol so they could allow in yeah so if you could pay the cover charge you could go in yeah there's no restriction on age but you know it was an older crowd yeah. so uh, basically yes from 13 14 years old i was i was out and about in the nightlife 
and you were booking gigs and stuff at that age? Oh, or? No, no, I wasn't even DJing. But oh, I, yeah. I, I was checking out the DJ and uh, all, the, all the music. It was a big thing, like, all well, the latest sounds. Oh, what's that song? Got to find mm. out. There's no internet or anything, you know, no. you can't shazam that, you know. Yeah, so there must have been, like, heaps of little record shops and stuff around Wally and stuff at that point, yeah? Yeah, so there was uh, quite a few record stores, uh, especially in town. Colin Morris Records was a big one. Um, Chelsea Records, which was in Manners Mall. Yeah. But there was one that uh, opened up just down the road from me in, in Colburnie, yeah. from where I lived. And that was called The Soul Mine. And basically, they were one of the one of the record stores that would import hip-hop and R&B yeah. 12s from America and, and the UK. Um, this is late late 80s around that time well, and all the DJs used to go there and and try and get the records as soon as they yeah. came out so so of course it's competitive there as a DJ not just to like get your name out but to get a, a hold of those records like you're saying was was hip-hop not really that big of an import thing back then uh hip-hop was big one of the the main factors of hip-hop being big in Wellington goes back to uh, Kenny McFadden, mm-hmm. the basketballer, um, who used to share mixtapes. Yeah. He'd record um, mixes off the radio uh, in America, and he'd have a whole lot of tapes that he'd play in his car, and he started giving them out to different people, and we'd dub them, and then we'd be a bit more educated on what the latest songs were. Yeah, So he, he played for Saints for years, and he still lives here. Um, but he'd go back every sort of few months and come back with all this new the new flavour of what he's yeah, putting out the new stuff and basically there's a there's a show on Radioactive called um, Wednesday Night Jam mm-hmm. and that was running since uh, early 80s Shit. and it's still running now and that, and that was like a good feed so a lot of the younger DJs were getting sets on there and there was a rotation going on and yeah it just that helped build the scene yeah, how how long was it before you started competing? Like, did did you get into that off the bat, or were you just like club DJing and then you were like, shit, I've got something here, I can compete? Yeah, competing didn't come till way later. So the first DJ battle in New Zealand was '89. Yeah, at a place called Chips Nightclub, yeah. which uh, used to be owned by Frankie Stevens. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, so. I basically got gear three months before that competition. Um, I had been jamming on other people's gear. I had record collection and and stuff, but I didn't really have my own gear. So back, just to give you an idea, back in those days, uh, what we use, Technics 1200s are the main turntables of choice for most DJs, and they've been around since the 70s. But in order to get that, uh, like a set of those back in, I don't know, I think it was 88 or 89, you had to go buy them, but they weren't in the store. You have to order them. And so I paid, they were $1,000 each back then. So I, once I left school, got a job, I just saved up for my gear, paid it all up front at a place called Alvi Martin, and uh, it took six months for it to come in from Japan. Holy shit. So, it must have been like the itchiest six months of your life. Yeah, so... Yeah, people don't click that these days. You can just get anything, anytime. We used to record uh, music videos off TV. 
like rewind, pause, yeah. just try to try to get a glimpse of what they were using. Really? Yep, even fashion stuff, you know, oh, what are those shoes, oh, shelters, oh man, uh, where can you get those from, you know? Is there anything that you wanted to add to this before we sign up? I don't know, man, uh, just, you know, uh, a lot of the students that have come through, I feel like um, if they know that this is for them, they, they do really well. Um, and if they're not sure, then sometimes they don't they don't go all the way through. But I think everyone's got a drive, a, a skill, you know, that they need to they need to find what it is. So if it's like you know experimenting with different things, they should they should do it. I was lucky that I found what I wanted to do early and just uh, just maintain because yeah, you don't get anywhere without sticking sticking to it. So yeah, you've got to stick to your guns follow through there's been lots of ups and downs people knock what you're trying to do they don't uh, respect it the way that you do all that sort of thing uh, same in the hip hop game as an artist you know as an artist when you create something put it out there is people going to love it or they're going to hate it you know so you just have to realise that and, and wear the hate when it comes and just you know appreciate the, the love when that when comes to so yeah i just like to say Go out, try things, yeah. find your passion, and then and then go for it. Yeah, man, thank you, thank you very much for that, and thank you for coming through, and thank you for your contributions to not only Wellington scene but to New Zealand scene as well on a huge part. Um, and that is from more than just somebody here talking to you, but that's from a fan of your work over the years, man. Thank you for all of that. Um, big ups, DJ Raw. Uh, this is Setting the Scene with Prof Tahi. Cheers, bro. Chip. Setting the Scene with Matsua Prof. Freak out, yo!